Yeah. Yeah. What is it, Monday? It's a Monday. Monday, and we got a monster, m- 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 monster show for you. We got everything. I mean, we every day, typically we have everything, but today we actually have everything. Uh-huh. So for those that doubted, for those that uh, are skeptical of us having everything, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that today is the day, if there was a day, that we do have everything. Yes. If there it's was a nice a day. day. You, you try to talk me out of it. Willie Dude was like, it's too much. I can't take it. It's too much. It's so many things. And I said, leave it. He said, what? He said, he said, what about this one? I said, you're going to leave it. We're he, talking about stories, by the way. He said, what about this topic? I said, you better leave it. He said, this topic here is too risky. I said, you better leave it. Yeah. He said, this topic over here is too salacious. I said, you better leave it. He said, this topic over here is going to get you in trouble. I said, you better leave it. That's exactly how the conversation went. Plus, it's cold coffee mood today. Uh, I was telling Will when when he saw me with the ice in my actual drink, I said I asked him for a cold one and they gave it to me. Yeah. Which is a, it's a good sign. They know you. It's a good sign when they give it to you, <laughs> when you ask for it. They could have doubted me. Canadians don't mess around with They could have doubted me the way you doubted me about the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not like it's hot out, but for us, man, the way it's been going been a mess out there and then all of a sudden that sun starts to peek through mm-hmm. and you take a breath you take a you take a breath don't you mm. before the allergies kick in. i saw you out there yeah i saw you out there <laughs> first yeah. of all t-shirt uh-huh and then uh-huh. i just roll up and you're just soaking it in i saw what was With going my on arms i out. saw what was going on there's a lot of sun there's a nice breeze the only and, thing, uh, the only thing that could have enhanced it was like a bronco behind you. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would make it for sure. Oh, what is happening, everybody? Welcome to the big show. You have, uh, if you're new to Lou later, you picked the right episode. I'll tell you that right now. That's a heavy, heavy sample. You better back off of that. That is a serious sample. Whew, you damn, know that song? Willie was getting too fired up over it. Wait, I know that song. I've been been around here. D I've, Ross. I've been on this earth. You know how long I've been on this earth, Will? Yoda years. Yeah. Yoda I was, years. I was gonna say a couple every, thousand. Every day I look at this beard and I'm like, I've been here for a thousand years. Yeah. And I'm just you know, I'm just embracing. It looks it. I'm just embracing my Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> you know who that is? Isn't he a wizard? <laughs> He's a guy who fell asleep under the tree yeah, and slept yeah, for 100 a years. Yeah, really long beard. Yeah, that's me. I just woke up in this chair. Thank you for the coffee, Saturday morning nostalgia. My God, I'm feeling good today. Yeah. Oh! Ah! You know what I think? It, you know what I really think set me off? What's that? It's not even the cold coffee they gave me. What really set me off was Mo running that Ethernet cable. You know what? That's prime progress right there. Did that set you off? Yeah. Because that set me off. He thought about it. When a lot. I saw him up there securing an Ethernet cable, what is it, 250 feet? Is it a 250 footer, Will? Uh, what are you looking yeah. at over there? What are you, what are you getting sidetracked over there? What are you looking no, at? No, I was just going to tell the audience, like, 
Like this is the main shot, and then oh, oh, oh. he moved the cable from like end to end. Two, oh, two hundred fifty feet, is like what in the you ceiling. Said? You said two fifty. I think it was two fifty. Two fifty, three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred feet. I don't know what it was, man. But Mo's been climbing up. He's been climbing around up there. He's doing more climbing than you are, and you're supposed to be the <laughs> mountain climber. Yeah, yeah, definitely more than me. What was that game on Nintendo where you just keep climbing? Uh. Damn, I had one of those cartridges. I talked about this on the show before. 101 games on one cartridge. And the, the, one of the... oh, Because I mentioned Excite Bike the other day. And I'm 400 years old. Ice Climber! God damn! What a game. And if you do well enough, you bump into the coolest polar bear ever. And he'll, He has a gut. He'll whip you. He has a Speedo and a gut. He'll whip you. You don't want to encounter a polar bear in a bathing suit because that means he's just too comfy and too dangerous. Yeah. You know, the other slide right in there. The other thing about what Mo did is he didn't just run any Ethernet cable. It was a Cat 7 cable. And I know that set you off, Will. (laughs) What? What did I say? Well, because last time we were talking about it, you're like, let me just get a Cat 5e. What are are we going to do here? That's all we need. And then yeah. all, all of a sudden it was a cat seven. Thing looks like a You got very offended. Thing looks like a fire hose is up there. Uh-huh. It's yeah, like it's very rugged. 12 cables in one. Mm-hmm. Did you see the connector? Yeah. It's mm. high class. Just, you just like a taser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked uh, really impressive. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, 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 alright. Shout out someone somewhere. Don't worry, Mo's going to join us later. He's uh, scrambling around out over there. And as mentioned, he's uh, he's all types of Cat 7 business today. Uh, but like I mentioned to you, it's too much to do. It's too much to go over. There's too much that you need to know. I'm talking about you watching this right now. There's too much that you need to know. And this is the place that it happens. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> There's e- dogs running around here. Elon Musk U-turn on joining Twitter's board means he's left the door open to buying the entire company. <laughs> okay, let me let me just tell you what transpired. Man, they love using this particular. I image, know. By I was just way. gonna say, there's only a couple of this Elon one pictures, keeps getting, and he keeps they keep using this one. Anyway, so listen, uh, news comes out. It was a little release. I think it was actually on Twitter, probably elsewhere. It was from the CEO of Twitter. I'm, I'm going to give you a little piece of it right now. Team, Elon Musk has decided not to join our board. Here's what I can share about what happened. The board and I had many discussions about Elon joining the board and with Elon directly. We were excited to collaborate and clear about the risks. We also believe that having Elon as a fiduciary of the company where he, like all board members, has to act in the best interest of the company and all our shareholders was the best path forward. The board offered him a seat. We announced on Tuesday that Elon would be appointed to the board contingent on a background check and formal acceptance. Elon's appointment to the board was to become officially effective for 9, April 9th. But Elon shared the same morning that he will no longer be joining the board. I believe this is for the best. We have and will always value input from our shareholders, whether they are on our board or not. Elon is our biggest shareholder, and we will remain open to his input. 
There will be distractions ahead, but our goals and priorities remain unchanged. The decisions we make and how we execute is in our hands. No one else's. Let's tune out the noise and stay focused on the work and what we're doing. Is that last word doing? Building. <laughs> it was covered. Real close. It was covered. Uh, okay. So this is from the CEO over at Twitter. Parag Agrawal. Agrawal. And this was a shock to the system. It was late last night. And it sent shockwaves down Willie Doo's spine. He was supposed to be going to bed, but he was sitting there. Shit. I was like, let's film right now. Uh, well, listen, people were excited. A lot of people were excited. They said, get, get Elon in there. Get him on the board. Get him, uh, get him making decisions for Twitter. He's got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of fans. This guy? Couple of fans. They love photos like this. Yeah. They love the shirt. They love the sideways thumbs up. Got another thumbs up story coming. But anyway, so Elon apparently made this decision according to the. Now you have to believe there's a lot of discussions go back and forth, and it's probably like a collective scenario, Will, mm-hmm. where they mutually agree that hey, maybe, uh, maybe this is not the best situation. He has a little bit more flexibility, let's call it, by uh, keeping his relationship a little bit more informal. I don't know if you've been following his tweets lately, but he's just, it's banana town. He's going nutty Mm -hmm. over there on Twitter saying, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? All types of suggestions. And you can't even tell if he's trolling, if it's trying to be funny, Mm -hmm. or if... um, or if he's completely serious, it's difficult to tell. And I think he maintains a lot of this flexibility by just being an investor, a big time investor. Mm-hmm. Of course, people have now flipped it and said, no, 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 no. Here's the real reason he doesn't go on the board. Because he might want to take the whole damn thing. And that's what Business Insider's talking oh, about. Salacious. That's what Business Insider, I told you we had a show today. I tried to explain it to you. It's going to take 10 hours. Uh, (laughs) So according to Insider, this will leave Musk free to potentially buy up more of the company. Uh, His stake would have to have stayed under 15%, 14.9% to to remain on the board. You can't have somebody on the board who owns more than that, I guess. I didn't know. I didn't know about these rules. Because obviously, I guess each company is different, or is this one of those... Things that's enforced federally or something. Mm-hmm. Musk's decision seems to have blindsided Twitter. At the time of writing, Musk remained listed on the company's website as a member of its board of directors. It really seems like it was his decision. Wedbush analyst Dan Ive said the unexpected move could signal a more aggressive approach from Musk towards buying Twitter stock. This now goes from a Cinderella story with Musk joining the Twitter board and keeping his stake under 14.9%, helping move Twitter strategically forward to likely a Game of Thrones battle between Musk and Twitter. Well, that seems like an escalation. Game of Thrones. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> you're a big, uh, you're a big GOT. You're a big got guy. <laughs> it's very cutthroat. Big dragon. You're a big dragon guy. Yeah. Is Elon the dragon? You're, you're a big mother of dragons guy. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
He added, there was a high likelihood that Elon takes a more hostile stance towards Twitter and further builds his active stake in the company. Jeez Louise. Throw a few more billies at it and just make all the decisions? Well. Mm -hmm. I guess he's not going to build another social media platform. What's Jack going to say about that? You know what Jack I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Jack over here. I'm talking about Jack D. You know who that is? Uh, guessing Dorsey. Yeah, let the people know. Yeah. Because at first, at 9.2%, he's like, happy to have you. <laughs> Founder of the company, Jack Dorsey, he says, love to have you on board. Great guy. Pals. Yeah, let's work on that Bitcoin project. Let's do some stuff. Yeah. You and I, let's do some stuff. All of a sudden, uh, Game of Thrones comes out. All of a sudden, a hostile takeover. Jack's like, excuse me. Yeah. What's going on here? I don't necessarily know that that's the case. I mean, here we have uh, uh, Ives, uh, this uh, analyst who focuses on this stuff. He says it's a possibility. Uh, you know, if he becomes like the most followed account or something, wouldn't that be really strange for the most popular account on the platform to also be the owner of the platform? <laughs> would be um, strange, Will. Are you worried about this? I I don't know. Hmm. Like... um. Doesn't Reddit have an account? Isn't it like really followed as well? Reddit? Yeah, Reddit. What about Reddit? Like, don't they have like a user of Reddit? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> a user on Twitter? No, on, on Reddit. Right. Like, isn't there like a user that is the official Reddit? Okay, sure, but it's not it's not followed. But even if it existed, it would be like a corporate run handle as opposed to an individual uh entity i mean he was recently talking about the most followed accounts and he said is twitter dying and you can see he's slotted in there at number eight and the reason he said is twitter dying is because a lot of these accounts don't tweet very often including taylor swift and uh beat justin bieber they haven't tweeted in a long time yeah so if they do tweet and they're like the most followed i think that's a bit strange and they own the company. Okay. But I don't see... I mean, there's not really any. But you're right. Like, it has to be like a, like a corporation. It can't be just one person. It'd be kind of strange. Hmm. I mean, he does seem incredibly responsive to what people want the platform to be. He's out here doing polls and talking about... Fe Mo just sat down! What up? Oh, my God goodness I'm, i sat down i'm set up you're 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 getting yourself comfortable hunkered in there it's i saw cozy. you you were tucking a cable mm -hmm. you're getting your posture well i gotta have room for my mouth you were mousing around do <laughs> nice. you do you want to do you have anything to say about this epic day so far oh the day just in general well what i will say is i skipped out on taking a shower this morning and I was not ready for all the up and down I had to do. Oh, I, am, I feel sticky right now. I see. <laughs> but it's going to make that shower so, way oh, better. So how be did nice. this get thrust upon you then? Because you, you're acting you like you weren't expecting this Cat 7 experience. No, I wasn't expecting how difficult it would be. Mm. I thought it would be uh, like a one-lapper. Mm -hmm. but i ended up having to do like three laps mm -hmm. so 
It's tough, man. Well, when I saw Willie do when he was walking in here with that giant box of cable, mm-hmm. you knew what the date <laughs> did. Yeah. And the way he looked at you from down the hall there, <laughs> the eyes he had on. Right. It's all yours, Mo. <laughs> yeah. The eyes he was wearing today. Exactly. My goodness. Well, I, Will had my back today. I, I knew it meant one. I, I knew it meant one of two things. Or what's that? Oh. Well, one, it meant, hey, we're getting this cable up there. Mm-hmm. And two, I can't mention on the show. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you in the bathroom later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't get me started again, please. Yeah. Okay, please. You and your taco. Please, all right? For those, <laughs> taco. <laughs> don't, don't get my dog taco going again, all right? All right? <sighs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so anyway, listen, it does leave the door open, at least technically speaking. We'll see how hostile it actually is. It does seem that Twitter was caught off guard. Anytime a big corporation is caught off guard by its largest shareholder, there's probably more yeah. to the story. We're not going to know the whole thing, but definitely Elon has some separate plans from the rest of Twitter, I would say. Because joining the board would create a, a, a more intimacy, and it would also have set parameters on what the relationship was going to be with those limitations on how much uh, stock he could actually hold. That his his willingness to be on the board under those terms and rules would kind of give people an idea of whatever his ambition is. It would put a kind of definition on his ambition. This now makes it a lot more vague and now we're going to have to fill in the blanks and see what happens mm-hmm. now some of the crazy ideas he was talking about well i don't know crazy maybe not the right word unusual unorthodox uh, uh things that he was talking about for twitter one of which was to convert twitter's headquarters in downtown san francisco into a homeless shelter mm-hmm. he and i couldn't tell if he was i can't tell if he was being honest or not but he said no one's going in the office anyway. Oh, nobody? Well, nobody wants to. Everyone wants to remain remote mm-hmm. and uh, spread out across the country. Right. And I remember Jack talking about how he was hoping he didn't like the fact that the corporate culture at Twitter was so regional, which, of course, is going to happen if, let's say, I don't know, half of your employee base is in one place. They may have wherever some, you decide to have headquarters, s- similar experience, yeah. similar viewpoint. Etc. Etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, not around here. Our viewpoints are very diverse. <laughs> right. We welcome all mm-hmm. of the viewpoints. Isn't that right, Will? Mm-hmm. Not bad. If there's a viewpoint, it walks through the door. Yeah. We take a look. Make it open. We take a look. We examine up and down. We see where we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, uh, he was serious. It looks like he was serious. He even got a response from Jeff Bezos. Here's the tweet. Um, Convert Twitter SFHQ to homeless shelter since no one shows up anyway. Question mark. And then there was 1.5 million votes. 91% of respondents said yes. Wow. Well, there's no choice. It's either why or yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was... Musk later wrote about the idea. I'm serious about this one, by the way, as a response. That's because people were kind of laughing at it. They were like, really? Mm -hmm. Probably some pretty expensive real estate. And 
Then Jeff Bezos replies and says, good idea. That way, employees who want to give back can do so really easily. Oh, wow. Mo, don't you dare. I see your expression right now. I want you to look right in this camera and tell me what's going on right there. I don't, I don't necessarily find this a bad idea. This camera right here. What's up, guys? Okay. I don't think this is a really bad idea. Okay, break it down. <laughs> what? You just <laughs> broke it down. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I think it's a good idea. Hey, man, homeless people need somewhere to sleep. So if there's an empty building, why not? <laughs> it's uh, Mo. Okay, tell me what I got wrong here. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you got anything wrong. What I'm saying is you got to, you know, with Elon, it's a kind of thing where, yes, maybe he's willing to do it. He's, he definitely says radical things. Mm -hmm. But he's, it's also kind of useful as a bit of a nudge to, to the San Francisco mm, region. Like, he evacuated California. He's, yeah. uh, he's in Texas. Mm -hmm. And many talk about the homelessness problem in San Francisco or have experienced it or have yeah. experience with it. And, um, you know, maybe he writes a tweet and says, I'm serious about this, by the way. But I think it, it also has an element of put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. It has an element of you guys talk a lot. Let's see you actually do it then. Yeah, yeah. If if you're all about uh, this mindset in this city, are you willing to work side by side? Like, what are the parameters? Mm -hmm. I mean, we had reports on this show not long ago about Amazon's offices in Seattle and how employees refused to go in because homelessness and violence had taken over in, in the in front of it, in the street corner in front of there. Mm. There were like, I don't remember what it was, three murders in a week or something. Oh, wow. And people people... Uh, were being rerouted to other Amazon offices away from this location right. that had had become less safe because there's a lot of things that come along with this. Mm -hmm. So it's I he may say that he's serious about it, but that's this is one of those circumstances where I feel and and I listen, I get it, I get it. Okay, he's an entertainer to a certain extent. But that's one of those things that you have employees. Imagine you go there every day. You might want to be talked to about decisions like this. Yeah. You might want to have a say in decisions like this. You may not want your uh, biggest shareholder to go on Twitter, pull people with a why or a yes, which also indicates a bit of a joke aspect, mm -hmm. and then say he's serious afterwards. Yeah, because it doesn't really get, you're not serious in that point because you're only giving the same answer as the, uh, your polling option. Yeah, and this is one of those circumstances where on social media, it's very difficult to distinguish the authenticity or the intent right. or the How joke. How many people are clicking yes? Because the they, joke from yeah. the not joke or whatever it is. Now, he listen, he did say, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. But again, this is a guy with billions of dollars that's not going to be there himself. Mm -hmm. So even if he's like, hey, you, you call my bluff, let's go, let's do it. He, the guy's not going to be there himself. So anyway, he, he knows how to make headlines, I'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah. Whether any of this uh, whether any of this transpires. But Bezos weighed in. He said, or do portion. Worked out great and makes it easy for employees who want to volunteer. 
And uh, so I, I guess that what Bezos is saying is David and Amazon experimented with similar things. Uh, and then and then Elon re- replies to Bezos, great idea. But Elon and Bezos have been back and forth at each other over space stuff. They, I didn't think they were the best of buds. Mm-hmm. So is that like mini passive shots fired going on? I don't. Go ahead, Mo. I don't get that feeling from this. Shout from out this to little Vass. transaction. Go ahead, Mo. It doesn't feel. I like want you it. to look right in this camera. It doesn't feel like it's uh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> uh, whenever I'm watching a show and they're like, "Which camera? Where am I looking?" <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Right here." Right. There we go. Yeah, everybody wants the right. <laughs> Do you don't mind uh, pushing your mic a little bit? Oh. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. What's you going had to do on? Some, Will? Uh, shuffling of the angles. So what happened? Did his mic get in the way? What happened? Yeah, no, it, it's actually your angle. <gasps> it gets in the way of your angle. Wow. You were blocking me. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm like, hey, Mo, look in this camera. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I cover your angle. <laughs> <laughs> See how you like this, Lou. Yeah. See how you like that. So anyway, Bezos gets in on it. Elon gets in on it. This is, uh, that's squirrely stuff right there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, tech giant Apple confirms manufacturing. Listen, if they, by the way, listen. If Twitter actually wants to go 100% remote, then go for it. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a story. If they got this real estate sitting there, they may have some insane lease. Uh, lease is going to prohibit anyone from doing that. Never mind. Moving on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't That's even know. If, I don't even know if they own the building. See yeah. how we get. See how. See what happens. You know what's going on. <laughs> Tech giant Apple confirms manufacturing iPhone 13 in India. This is uh, significant because, as we've talked about in the past, uh, increasingly, you have assembly going on in India for Apple products. It's a re- relatively recent thing that's occurred. And what we're adding to it now is a move away from just mm, the entry-level products or the previous generation products and into the premium or the flagship products. Mm. That those were still being imported, at least to a certain extent. And now they're saying, no, no, all signs look good. Let's go ahead and, and, uh, and bring that assembly into India as well, and presumably that's going to initially be for the domestic market. So you would have an Indian-made iPhone 13 for Indian customers, less so for export, from is my understanding, at least in the past. Mm. Apple first started manufacturing in India with the iPhone SE back in 2017. We are excited to begin making iPhone 13 with its beautiful design, advanced camera systems for stunning photos and videos, and the incredible performance of the A15 Bionic chip right here in India for our local customers, Apple said in a statement shared with IANS. The tech giant manufactures some of its most advanced iPhones in the country, including iPhone 11, 12, and now 13. Now, obviously, this wasn't during the initial run, so if you wanted an iPhone 13 in India, when it first came out, you'd be buying one made in China, pretty much. With... uh tariffs and it will be pricey and you've already seen some of these prices i know you get very fired up you see these prices yeah wasn't the, the airpods max like 800 bucks or something when you saw the airpods uh, max price yeah you started going <laughs> on the table over there 
<laughs> Everything's just shaking on the table. Yeah, it was like you were like a, a judge who has one of those a gavels. gavels. Yeah, that, but he did that. Yeah, I, my fist was the gavel. <laughs> Why are you so angry, man? But, uh, according to industry experts, the new Apple iPhone 13 series has benefited from the strong customer consumer appetite and spend to upgrade to premium smartphones. Okay, so listen, you're in India. Maybe the price goes down now on one of these iPhone 13s, at least one of the ones that's made there. Mm-hmm. And possibly you get one of these devices exported from India to some of the regions that are nearby bordering uh, India. So it's a big deal. It's more jobs, obviously. And uh, it also, for Apple, kind of gives them a little bit more flexibility. Right, in pricing. You saw what's going on, and we're going to talk about a little bit here later on, but the COVID stuff in China is, like, Mm -hmm. it's intense right now. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about it as the show progresses here. You know, this is a comprehensive show. Right, we cover everything. If it's, we, there's nothing we don't cover, mm-hmm. Mo. If mm-hmm. it's, if, if, if the people need to know. We got to give it to them. We let them know. Shout out Austin. Ukraine war, Russia warns Sweden and Finland against NATO membership. No NATO. Well, that's what they say. I mean, I don't know if they're going to take the warning, but they're saying, hey, look what we're doing over here. We got bombs and, and, and guns and mm-hmm. drones and. Uh, you don't want none of that, do you? It's a big mess. It's a big mess. Mm-hmm. Takes forever to recover if, you know, there's residual lasting effects of this stuff. Life, Will, life, man. Yeah. I'm not talking about the economy. I'm talking about human life. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Good. That's what I'm thinking. So you got to take this stuff seriously, but look at what happened. What's that expression, Mo? What's the matter? Oh, sorry. My, uh, it's nothing to do with the story. My internet just went down for a bit. It's because of the Cat 7. Yeah. Well, we've been goofing, so. Escapade from earlier. Um, people in, in uh, Finland specifically start chatting about expediting this NATO process. Polls start to show the public wants to do it because of the Ukraine stuff, I guess. Speeding things up. Mm-hmm. Sweden jumps in. They go, we're right next door to you, Finland. Yeah. Might be a good time. Can't attack all of us, can you? Well, first of all, yes, you can. Of course, but. Go ahead. A little occupied right now. Go ahead. If they wanted to move and move quick, I mean, right now would be a pretty good time, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The... <laughs> Keep saying go ahead. I keep keep trying. I gotta keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) I almost went there for a little while. You want to know what's sick about this, Mo? What's that? What what is absolutely sick is the pleasure he gets out of (laughs) go ahead to you. There's no pleasure in saying. I look over at you (laughs) and you're just grinning ear to ear (laughs) at any Mo go ahead. No, I just want to see how long Mo kind of keeps. <laughs> yeah, how I keep trying. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's happening. That's what you just did. Yeah, that's you gotta I, keep trying. That's what I'm saying. Shout out Andre. Um, so yes, yeah, so they're right next door. Similar neutral status in these places, the Nordic countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, been the case for a lot throughout history in these places. That you know, 
uh nato however expanding you can see what is that that's a map uh uh before 97 got your purple representing nato before 97 and now you have the orange joining in post 1997 mm -hmm. uh ukraine obviously talking about i mean that's kind of what started this whole thing right and and then up above there uh we're gonna have finland and sweden right and they're there. kind yeah. of in, they're kind of in gray but that would that would give nato quite the coverage mm -hmm. would it not yeah uh shout out jameson who says here's for some tims thank you very much i'm curious about the scenes in china yeah we're gonna talk about it don't you, we're gonna talk about it okay we know we're gonna cover the scenes we got china. the scenes we got all the scenes because i'm because i'm living life just like you guys are i mean i'm here i'm on the internet i'm i'm looking around i'm 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 whoa wow you know it's tough to know what to believe and not believe but you're exposed and then you take it in and you gotta quickly you filter you try to process mm -hmm. and uh and 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 see what you can figure out but you you kind of gotta have a sort of little healthy skepticism as well so because anyway it's news on the internet well it's just the internet isn't it yeah it's just the, it's just the way it is it's a lot a lot of noise signal to noise ratio will mm -hmm. it's like you with your audio equipment over there I know how important that is to you. Signal to noise ratio. Yeah. Wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night. Signal. Signal. Is this a good signal to noise ratio? Yeah. Um, I am with what Mo said earlier. It's kind of, if Finland goes ahead with it, there's like a certain kind of solidarity aspect to it from Sweden, their, their neighbors. And... And maybe there's less attention paid to them by people or other countries that wouldn't like the idea of them joining. Especially since they have the Finland buffer between them and Russia. And Russia seems to be the NATO police at the moment. Mm -hmm. you, join, you join NATO, you get Russia. You got On the, your back. You get some, yeah. you get some uh, U.S. missiles, you get Russia. <clears throat> We're going to come say hi. We're going to come uh, neighborly welcome. <laughs> Call it a welcome. That's not nice. I'm not the one laughing, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is tough because this could lead to war, more war. Sweden's ruling Social Democratic Party, which has traditionally opposed NATO membership, said it is rethinking this position in light of Russia's attack on its western neighbor. Party Secretary Tobias Bowden told local media that the NATO review should be complete within the next few months. They're saying we're going to go fast. And Finland talking even faster. And Finland is right on the border as well. So that would not be the toughest invasion for Russia. But I don't, I don't know, man. I got to believe. I, this is the weird part for me, okay? Is it's a lot of talking at first. But if you can expedite the process and you just... They're in. Like, mm -hmm. what if the news comes out tomorrow that yeah. secretly they did the paperwork behind the scenes and they're like, no, they're already in. Yeah. And then if Russia touches and NATO goes into action and you just called on everybody. Mm -hmm. That's what's confusing to me. The muscles get flexed. They say, don't you do it. Because if you do it, it's way too much 
action coming our way. Right, right. But then why don't they just do this in secret? And then say, and then they just post the ceremony. Look at that. We're in NATO now. Yeah. I'm sure there's a... Or are they, are they, are they, uh, do they take a slow approach to see what some of the reactions are? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's got to yeah. be like due process, right? On Monday, army leaders in Helsinki announced a new plan to allocate 14 million British pounds to purchase drones for, for Finland's military. I was going to say that's not that much money for like military spending, but just, but just drones, drones? It's quite a few drones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last month, Swedish officials said they would boost defense spending by 3 billion kronas, which is $317 million. Listen, everybody in the region is looking at things a little bit differently post-Russia in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at things a little bit differently, and it's one of the side effects of the situation. Yeah. That, that as soon as I heard the Finland stuff first, I was like, oh, maybe you get a response Maybe there's more NATO in your neighborhood than there ever was because of your own actions. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to trying to suppress it. Yeah. It's like it's the, like the Streisand effect. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. But in real life. Yeah. Internet. That those mechanics seem to play out across spectrums. Mm-hmm. You want people to stop talking about joining NATO. So you head in there and smash, and then everyone's talking about joining NATO. Mm-hmm. In fast. Mm-hmm. Do you think it might be in fear? Well, I, uh, I mean, I think you've just created the argument for doing so. Yeah. You've made it very crystal clear. Well, security has now become... Why you would want the protection of other nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the mafia. NATO's the mafia. No, but like I'm saying, it works the same way, right? Right, Kind of, yeah. All of a sudden, somebody's messing with you. They rob your store. Mob comes along. They go, you don't want that to happen anymore. Yeah. Do you? NATO mob. We'll protect you. And then you give us a couple fees or whatever you do. I don't know. Right. And then all of a sudden, that dude ain't messing with you anymore. There's something feels good about that. (laughs) I don't know, for sure. Like You (laughs) earlier used the uh, Big Brother uh, example. Like if when you go to high school, yeah, and you have a big exactly. Brother? And your big brother says, "If somebody messes with you, I'll I'll come and I'll get you." You better cut to his angle when he did that because he, 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 he was a big brother. He has <laughs> he has younger brothers. I do. Yeah. Look yeah. what he just did. Yeah. And that puts you at peace of mind because you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, threaten me. <laughs> yeah, you you keep away from my family. <laughs> there, finger was just <laughs> slice me in half over here. Oh. Video shows Ukrainian soldier taking apart a Russian drone and discovering its components include a plastic bottle cap top for a fuel cap. Oh, this is a Russian drone? I guess it's a, I guess it's a makeshift. I guess they Well, yeah. They needed to uh rig something up and they were using whatever they had access mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. In other words, I think that the headline is aiming to say it's a ragtag type of drone. Yeah. It's not a top-notch type of drone. Um, like a, when they say plastic bottle cap, they're talking about like a disposable plastic water bottle, <laughs> yeah. which is typically not a fuel cap on a drone. No. Um, this is a Russian Orland 10 drone. Uh, it shows the camera was a regular Canon, Canon camera, and the fuel cap was made out of a bottle top. We even thought of sending this cosmic technology to our Western partners. <laughs> Okay, so this is a joke now? Ukraine's defense ministry shared a video showing a soldier dismantling a Russian military surveillance drone highlighting 
a string of surprisingly unsophisticated features. There you go. Mm. In the video, the soldiers first seen pointing out that the drone's camera is a generic handheld Canon DSLR and that its main navigation button glued down to make sure it doesn't accidentally switch modes. The soldier then points out that the camera had been secured in place with a strip of adhesive tape. Yeah, I guess they're saying, well, as you can see from the uh, emoji of choice yeah. in the uh, tweet, did you notice which one it was? It was a poop emoji. So I think you kind of know what they're trying to say here. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not a DJI. I think they're trying to say it's a it's a poop, poop mm -hmm. it's a poopy yeah. drone. It was kind of amazing though that they got a bottle cap to actually seal the gas. They're like perfect. It's a perfect <laughs> fit. I think that's kind of amazing. We don't need a 3D printer. We don't need to order parts. We can uh, make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a regular. Canon camera. I wonder. I guess there's a, some sort of a video transmitter, or is it? Or did like, they just retrieve for, the footage later? Yeah, maybe it's just. A, yeah, there's the plastic bottle cap with a screw through it. Wow, weird. That looks like a plastic bottle in and of itself. It does. Is the fuel <laughs> tank a water bottle? It does look like it. Maybe that's how they were able to make it fit. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that is. Well, you got a uh, makeshift. Well, that's not what they look like in Call of Duty. No. No, they don't look like that. That's what they look like in your garage. Exactly. That's my makeshift. Oh my God, this next, uh, I was joking. Mo does not have military drones in his garage, right? Relax, everybody. Mm. This is nutty, but I don't want you to pull, like you can't play all of it, Will, because it's NBC News. <laughs> okay. Okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guide you. Don't stress out. Okay, I'm going to guide you, but you're still playing other clips. Yeah. Uh, Mo, you know what's going on in El Salvador lately? No. Okay, so you got some serious gang activity down there. Okay. You may have heard about this in the past. Mm -hmm. Big. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> um, I watched like a little documentary about this mm -hmm. um, like maybe a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I think it was the gang MS-13 and... Yeah. Uh, the other gang mm -hmm. down in El Salvador. They go that by. I can't think of. They but, go by uh, the other gang. But the, yeah, they go back, and it's like a real rivalry. <sighs> Good lord. Uh, listen, the leadership in El Salvador is aiming to knock out some of this gang activity and the reason being is a few days back they had a record amount of violence in one day between these two gangs they had uh, 67 homicides in one night 67 homicides in one night whoa and they're getting pissed off the leadership and they've been rounding people up. They've been, it's been in a, a, a mass ar arrest. Mm -hmm. 6,000 uh, people arrested and imprisoned in 10 days. Try to think about the logistics of arresting 6,000 people. Yeah. And then look, obviously they don't have space. <laughs> let me, let me, let, let me continue. So they lock everybody up. And of course, the gang leadership says, you better watch it now. Coming for you. 
for the government cops of course right when they're not powerful i guess leadership president of the country goes on tv and says try me oh he's gangster try me anything happens to me or any of my people no more food in the prisons And they just got 6,000 of their other gang members in there. He even he even goes like, he even was using slang like, your bros in, in uh, right, you want right. them to starve? Then come for us. Yeah, the bar- <laughs> Barrio 18, Barrio 18, 18th Street Gang. Oh, oh, you, oh, wow, you really, good for you. <laughs> I was good trying to you. figure that out. I'm glad that you did that. I was gonna go crazy if I didn't. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you did that. And and now you got human rights people that are like, you can't do that. And he's like, look what I got. I got 67 homicides. Right, right, yeah. And they're saying you can't do that. Well, they can't do that either. You can't take six thousand. Mm-hmm. And so go to now. What I need you to do, Will, for me. Oh my goodness. What I they're need. They're packed in there. Currently, mm-hmm. they're feeding them two meals a day. Did we even read the title? El Salvador arrests six thousand gang members in ten days. I told I told uh, I told Mo that when you were doing your research. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Now I need you to go to roughly the middle of the video. Uh, too far. Come back right and forward and right there. Oh no! And then a little bit more forward, right there. This is the thumbnail of the video. You don't understand six thousand arrests. No. Wow. And 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 the like normally. They would have certain protocol. They would have certain pace at which, like right. you, uh, a warrant or uh-huh, something uh-huh. similar. They took it all off. They said they get, all the cops. They got all automatic weapons. They're like, nope, mm-hmm. round them all up. That's it. No more. And with the heavy threats, it's wild. They they have a shortage of uh, cuffs. Is that why they're double cuffing people? Mm, I'd imagine. This is, mm, yeah, you're right. This is weird. I'd imagine. I also have to wonder about rival gangs in there in together. There, that's what I was just thinking about. Imagine you're hooked up with the rival gang member. Hmm. But it's a mass. very controversial tactics that are being taken here by uh, by the leadership. Seven people, man. That look is at the alarming. Look at look at. This is the thumbnail, right here. This is the thumbnail. Whoa. And the clip, 3.2 million on NBC News, posted April 5th. Mm. It is a, a, an unprecedented thing. And uh, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. It, you may It may get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're trying to send the message that, hey, uh, there's only two places you end up in these gangs. That's what they're trying to send the message. Only two places. Dead. Right Round here, or right here, dead. Yeah, one or the other. Or prison. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah. Okay, so Willie do wants to get into the China stuff. I saw this clip on social media. This was on Twitter. Uh, apparently, what we have here was a video taken in Shanghai, and this is people screaming out of their windows a week after total lockdown, no leaving your apartment for any reason. Now. Before you play the clip, a little bit of backstory. This is a thing that has happened 
in China. In the past with er earlier stage COVID when lockdowns had taken place. It's a, it seems to me to be some type of protest. Some type of uh, coping or something like this. And I don't know for certain that this clip is recent. There is recent lockdowns happening, right. but I can't be certain that this clip is recent. Now, there's a number of different angles, and we're going to go through the thread here on Twitter to check some of this out. But this has 5.5 million views posted April 8th. A lot of people are passing this around because it is just a really unnerving It's a powerful clip. Clip. So go ahead and make it big, Will, and put the volume on. Yamina,这个让我去过了,张家才去,麻烦了。根子上面呢,因为所有的人,你都不晓得,这个状态,到底为什么都啥个人工,你总要把个,把个标准,我这是刚有一个具体的说法。嗯,嗯,嗯,
Oh, with paper? Like how they do in a crime scene. If the doors rip, they, they, they know. Yeah. yeah. So in this video clip, it's a yeah, it's like a paper seal being being put across the uh, the doorway, the doorway, so that if the door was to swing open, it would rip the paper, and you, you can, can see, see it yeah. across the hall on the other apartment too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it might seem simple. Right? Like it might, you might think, no, I just imagine that a person could perceive it as, I don't know, like, uh, so what? If, as long as you have your supplies, you're in your house, what's the big deal? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I see what to, you're saying. To, I'm just trying to present mm -hmm. the other side of it, but, you know, the feeling of ha not having autonomy at all, I mean, it's very close to prison. Yeah. It's not that, but even though, Please refrain from leaving home or being visited under home quarantine. Join forces in solidarity to overcome adversity. I mean, you mentioned prison just now. The label I, says. I just thought about uh, what's the biggest punishment they give in prison? Uh, Isolation. They put you yeah. in the tank where you cannot talk to anybody. No Solitary window. confinement. Solitary confinement. Yeah. And uh, how is this really that much different other than the fact that you still have your homely things. Keep going down a little bit. There's one other uh, oh, clip that I wanted to show. Well, this is the guy who's ranting in the street and uh, talking about not being able to get food to his mother and his grandmother. Listen, there were points in time where other places had lockdowns and people behaved this way too. It, it's just that there's a certain uh, intensity level here Whoa. in in China where mm -hmm. it's they, you put the seal on the door. There's, it's symbols mm -hmm. where it's not a, an honor system or anything. It's like, no, 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 you comply. Yeah. And, and it's just obvious that those symbols seem to matter. Here's another angle on another view of the same clip from earlier. It's uh sounds very haunting. Oh man. That very, very many cold. people that many yeah. people screaming yeah. at once. That many people in pain. 
not physical, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, or maybe even yeah, physical. Yeah, I don't know. Of, yeah. It could be hungry or whatever. Yeah, that's so scary. So anyway, look, it's going to be a lot of stuff coming out, and a lot of stuff is going to be uh, disputed. Uh, maybe right. here, play this clip. So anyway, yeah, it's it's very difficult on social media to be able to to be able to like without a shadow of a doubt say, okay, this happened at this exact date, this video clip, or this might have been enhanced, or this might be spread for this particular reason or that particular reason. Like we have you have to look at like piles of stuff and sort of attempt to figure out mm -hmm. what is really going on and yeah. and even after you do all that you're gonna just you're gonna be making a bet right you're gonna be guessing that okay this is uh based on everything i saw i feel like something like this is going on but you still it's hard to definitively unless you have family there but even that or friends but even that that's like one point of view right that's um anecdotal and and maybe one person or one neighborhood i'm just saying all this because of how uh complicated it is to le live in a social media atmosphere now mm -hmm. so i'm just putting it out there because other people are going to hear these arguments too and it's one of the reasons it's one of the uh, reasons we end up with this chaotic feeling is because you start talking about truth and 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 being how uncomfortable it is to not know what's true. Yeah, how uncertain how chaotic it is to not know exactly what you're seeing and what the motivators are and what the uh, true suffering is and what the actual current uh, state of things is. And then there's another angle, which is, you know, we all look at that and say, God damn, that's terrifying, right? But the number of people. Uh, no, the, but, but the, why? Okay, now I understand you got China, you got control. I understand this. Is there something they know about this virus that we don't? Oh. Like a variant that is more intense? Like, what is this? Like, that seems like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Is there... Did they have some kind of intel that if this thing gets passed around five more times, all of a sudden... Well, they have more people. Wouldn't it, it spread quicker? I, I'm just saying. All right? Now, this, yeah. is, this is not facts by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm just saying, to go through all this at this point, so far on, after you've seen what happened over here, everybody's mm -hmm. just like, okay, it's over, whatever. Yeah. That was what it was. But that's right now, or presume that it's relatively recent. Yeah, yeah. Why still go through it all right now? When the rest of the world was like, uh, this thing is here to stay. Unless... It must be different. Go though. ahead, Will. Go ahead, Will. Go ahead. No, I'm I just going to say what you're thinking. No, you looked at me. Well, you think it's another variant, right? Like a more dangerous one. 
No, no, I never said that. No, no, I never said that. Well, you're, well you thunk it. What? <laughs> I mean, other people are saying, other people like to say that, hey, they, it's an exercise of power. It's an exercise of control. It's an exercise of compliance, right? Mm. What's the ultimate compliance? Shut up and do nothing. Yeah. And and don't don't you dare uh, try to disobey. Mm -hmm. Like what other parameters could you, like under what other circumstance could you essentially lock people up? Everybody. I don't even think there is one that we can imagine. Everybody, you're locked up. Don't move. Uh, like martial law. Like military. But in Ukraine, there's bombs going off, and they That's, have a curfew. Yeah. They still... They, they're, mm -hmm. Depending on regions, but... Go yeah. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, like, China's different, right? They're all about conformity, in a sense. Right, their values are different than well, ours. Well, he's about to go in. <laughs> I feel that he's about to go. Well, even in Shenzhen, when we were there, like, everyone played by the rules. You know what I mean? Not me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were butt naked just walking around the street? Nah, man, I don't know. I just, you can't. It's uh, a different uh, this, this, mentality this, over there. This thing is real as far as... On one hand, and, and, and this is all in retrospect and learning more and, and, and ha having exposure and, and this, this uh, virus becoming like a part of life. But for sure, 100%, there's a psychological impact of these measures. Mm -hmm. That's a guarantee. I mean, yeah. That's a guarantee. Yeah. And the, it's very difficult to measure, unlike a getting a physical virus you you measure it you're you have it okay let's measure your suffering your do you have a fever or what are your symptoms when it comes to psychological health it's a lot harder and it takes a lot more time and there's all kinds of different people affected at different developmental stages and it's a tougher it's a much tougher calculation so you try to find this balance you try to find the balance of damage on both sides yeah Physical damage, uh, suffering, death, psychological damage, suffering, etc. Mm -hmm. Because there's no freebie. Yeah. Like people wanted to act along the way. Like you could go one way with it and it was like absolutely just right no yeah. matter what. No downfalls. Yeah, but it's like nothing is like that. Yeah. Until you start talking about the consequences, until you start being as honest as possible about the benefits and drawbacks, because there's always benefits and drawbacks. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully this, uh, hopefully that can be over soon. Uh, for 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 as far yeah. as, for the people, for, for those people, whatever whatever that clip happens to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, you gonna put me on an Apple Studio display issue? Out well, there? Like <laughs> what kind of arrangement is this? You're supposed to be the producer. Well, I'm trying to make it lighter. What kind of arrangement is you this? Know? Yeah. It's a plus minus. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, it's a plus minus. You try to be in the overall plus when it's all said and done. Mm -hmm. and you try gotta, your best. You got to look at numbers. You got to be honest. Apple Studio Display issue leaves some owners unable to update their firmware. Some are being told by Apple support to bring their monitors in for already? Wow. Already, Will? 
uh, I don't. I didn't buy one of these. I did buy the Studio. I've been using it for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. One thing that struck me about the Apple uh, Studio there, Mac Studio, how lightweight it is. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of that space in there is for fans. Uh, cooling purposes. Yeah. So that well, actually, so that the fans don't have to run that much. Just yeah. like because uh, I picked it up. Is this thing hollow or what? Yeah. A little lighter than I expected, and the chassis is quite heavy. I mean, I have a video coming up. Oh yeah, stay tuned. Um, or I kind of discuss why I got it because mm-hmm. it's I didn't expect to buy it. No, you weren't going to. Remember, we we're watching. Yeah. The event. I'm like, I buy nothing. I yeah. buy. I am not buying. I don't need any of this. And then, and then everything changed. Yeah, I'm with, happy you did. Well, everything changed like with our setup. Exactly. And so my computer became that computer, and we'll show you more of it in the uh, in the unbox therapy video, but. The studio display, I guess, is having issues, and uh, owners are uh, trying to update to the latest firmware, and then after failed attempts, users are being told by Apple to support to support to bring their display in for repair. So it's one of these, like, failed firmware updates. Normally, it's a, not an issue. You just do the update, and it's uh, no problemo, but I guess, you see, the, the, the display runs iOS, which is pretty unusual for a display. It's a full computer in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like an iPad on a stick, except without a touchscreen. And you can't really use iOS, but it's in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be part of a pro, uh, product in the future. Uh, Apple has reportedly begun re-signing an older iOS 15.4 firmware, allowing the studio display to resume updates. So they're, uh, what are they, reverting back? Yeah, they, they try to revert to the other firmware to fix it up. And I guess in the meantime, they were telling people to bring them in because people didn't want to be staring at a busted display. And I guess they could have got a swap. Shout out to Mitchell. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. This display has gotten a lot of attention. Some people are, mm, you know, just not really liking the spec sheet. Um, it's a decision that Apple made. They, they they wanted to do 5K, so 5K display means you're going to be 60 hertz. And a lot of people, were I don't, I don't know, we're looking for some sort of uh, magical spec sheet at this price point. And it is pricey, like no doubt. Uh, 2000 bucks here mm-hmm. for, Canadian, a tw- for a 27-inch yeah. 5K. It's no joke. There are other 5K displays out there. Uh, but apparently, you know, with the putting their chip in there and the speakers and the camera and it's all about just convenience well well it's not very convenient if you can't update your <laughs> firmware it's interesting that uh, computers are now monitors now but you can't use the computer you would want to just run ios on it i don't know like it's not analog anymore you can't just like plug it well you can but you have to update just like you updated that uh, table there. Don't get me start on this table. <laughs> <laughs> Connecting it to Wi-Fi. Don't get me start on this table. No, I, just to uh, get listen, the lights. And it's like, I mean, you why don't. Can't you, just you don't have plug to. It in you don't it have to update it. But I think once you once you give people the option, they think I got to be updated. Yeah. Right. Uh, shout out, Michael. Um, but listen, it's. I'm sure they'll get that portion of it sorted out. Uh, I think the question is whether or not you want this display for two thousand bucks, mm. or if you want to just get the LG five K display, yeah, and call it a day. Um, 
but that's a lot of Apple products, right? It's it's an integrated thing. What you're paying for is sure. is the, the overall ecosystem. experience, mm-hmm. the plug and playness, the the working together. And my understanding is the speakers sound good, so maybe I'll grab one and test it out. I don't know. End up getting everything, but it doesn't really. <laughs> but the thing is, but the thing is, it doesn't really matter to me because I have the even better display. Yes. So you have two of them. But they don't have speakers in them, and I kind of wish they did. Oh, they don't? No. no. Which is interesting. Right. But uh, you you use currently the... Uh, I don't have any speaker hooked up right now because I wasn't moving anything around. Oh, right, but, right, yeah. uh, but I wish... I don't really want to have like a big, powerful speaker there where where I sit. Like a standalone? I'm trying to min- be as minimal as possible. Yeah. And so just if it had like decent... Even MacBook Pro caliber speakers mm-hmm. in those 6K displays, that I wouldn't even think about putting another speaker. I'd be yeah. completely fine with that. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. Because if, for people who don't know, I'm sitting in this crazy chair, which doesn't have a typical desk. Otherwise, I would easily put speakers. I'd put like studio mm-hmm. monitors or something. Yeah. Right? But I, I suppose I could just wear headphones too. But the Mac Studio doesn't have no. speakers as well. Let me no. ask you guys something. Okay, you hate Does the it? idea of me. So this is two separate things. Don't let me forget this. What's your question? What's your question, Will? Does the Mac Studio have speakers? The the worst little tinny mono speaker. It's oh, so it barely does. at max volume, you can barely watch a YouTube video. Okay, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no problem. I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Uh, no, uh, Mo got very offended there. He was. I never saw him. I don't like the headphone thing Go because ahead. Go ahead. I. We go over there. We watch some videos. We discuss. Yes. And uh, it's very festive there. It is. It it's is. Like, uh, but I agree with you. The speakers that you had before, before you had the D- D- DBLA. Thank you, Will. Um, they sounded bad. Which one? The yeah. speakers small, that you the had small on the, one or uh, the big one? On your Mac Pro. Oh, you're talking about the mono speaker built into it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, they no, it's really trash. Bad. So yeah, yeah. I get putting another or having a better uh, speaker system, but mm-hmm. don't do the headphones because then I'm going to stand there in silence while you watch a video and then turn around <laughs> and we discuss. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very I, strong <laughs> feelings about this. I agree. I, it's I mean, really I've awkward. I've stood behind people like editors and yeah. they're wearing headphones and I'm just staring at a screen while it's moving. And they're dancing to the beat. <laughs> yeah, and can, they're like, can't I do both? Can I do both? Uh, oh, you mean have speakers end? Yeah, you can do that. But I thought you were yeah. saying one or the other. Like you were going to have headphones or a speaker because you want that sleek look. Moza. Wow. Listen, you get only headphones. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Damn. Wow. What an ultimatum. Well, can't you connect the uh, DVLA? phantom reactor the, the little one, one yeah the thing goes to sleep and then i have to click the power button oh, oh. it's a not a lot of work you no know, but yeah. it's it's just not like uh there is a solution to this problem no because it, listen it sounds like i'm complaining it's a very nice speaker but it's not really an ideal computer speaker even though it has an yes. analog input yeah it's really more of a wireless kind of bookshelf speaker mm-hmm. and the reason i mention that is because it will reset everything so if it turns off and sleeps then all then all of a sudden if i go to max volume on the software uh volume adjustment mm-hmm. 
it will it will not be loud enough i'll still have to reach back to the speaker and adjust the volume every time it won't be where you left it mm. so there's like a, a, reset. Th- there's a few different things that will uh well wow, they're not selling it anymore annoy you oh it. you know what i actually have a solution to your thing but i don't want to we're not going to say it right now stay tuned at unbox you're going to unbox it soon okay this is a surprise for you shout out to jesse he says he wants to advertise on the show, and he gave us 100,000 cop. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it sounds like a lot. Will, I think we should get a... Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know why uh, we missed your emails, but... Um, to USD. I feel like... Oh, 26 bucks. <laughs> nice. Thank no, you. But, but what is Still the, much appreciate But what is cop? Peso. What? Colombian pesos. Colombian pesos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Colombian pesos. Wow. Shout out to Fotis. Uh, Fotis, did Wilt, did you talk to Fotis? No. I was going to talk. You'll get an email I, soon. It's funny. Fotis. I was just going to talk to him like as if, I was going to go, hey, Fotis, you, uh, like, I'm on the show. Anyway. Yeah. We'll Sh- talk soon, bud. Thank you for the super chat. I told Wilt to talk to you about something and he, I don't know why he neglected. Maybe he's got <laughs> it issues. It was a weekend. Maybe he's got issues. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was sleeping. I'm sorry. It was, I'm sorry. It was a weekend. Strong weekend rules. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's what happens when cops pull over a driverless cruise vehicle. I heard about this. Mm. Apparently, it fleed the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. love, I love the idea that. Stop. What are they, they going to do? do? What are they going to do? Who are they threatening? Who are they charging? Do they just. Uh, when, how long does it take before they start firing at the tires? <laughs> uh, this, so this is one of those... Like a taxi thing? No, it looks like a testing vehicle still. Yeah, I think the company's called Cruise. Yeah. Um, they work for GM, I believe. Right, and they're just out there driving around yeah. town doing their testing. Testing the car, testing maps. Mm-hmm. Um, pot sticker for some reason on the side of the car. Hmm. Police pulled over this cruise vehicle for not having its headlights on. After stopping the Chevy Bolt-turned cruise vehicle, a police officer goes up to its window, tries to unsuccessfully open the door, and starts walking back to his cruiser. The autonomous vehicle begins to drive away in what at first seems like the perfect start to a police chase, autonomous police <laughs> chase. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's Imagine so the... I don't even know what you do. Like, I think you just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah, What's the man. point? You got it's the plate. You got the plate. You got everything you need. You're only going to make more of a mess. You start chasing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a video clip? Yes, there is. Okay, let's check it out. Hmm. Oh, there. Okay. Headlights on. I guess it's nighttime. Wow. Ain't nobody in it. Ain't nobody in it. This is crazy. He's like, what the. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can't get in. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he turns his back, it's like they knew. (laughs) Well, to be fair, this getaway car is actually trying to find a safe place to park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I. I, So it speeds away really quickly, but then it parks. I figured that was what was going on. Right. So it doesn't have its headlights on. Isn't. Most of that, like, automated? Yeah, you would think that remotely they could put the headlights on. Well, no, even in some Unless cars. Unless they might be malfunctioning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. 
but it's still it's got to be an awkward experience for these police officers for sure yeah mm -hmm. they're just inspecting it right now well now they need to figure out a solution to this issue <laughs> they yeah they call in on the radio <laughs> yeah. right they have so to like, let them what know. do we do what's the new protocol, protocol for this um, for for the company crews they actually have a contact number uh within the car somewhere so yes the cops did eventually contact mm. and got it solved yeah of course and gave the car a ticket <laughs> no i'm just joking but. but in the moment did the company get a ticket um i don't think so i think hmm. this is just like standard protocol so in the moment though the car did, the cops. car is just being remotely controlled i suppose to pull over right it's I not would, uh, making yeah. a decision on its own no uh, but uh, it's but, definitely monitored. But I presume in the future. No, it might be making the decision. No, Mo, you better. Mo. <laughs> okay. Don't get I know you ran Ethernet cable today, right? <laughs> 250, 300 feet. No, but we can't it just pick up the lights and know that it's being pulled over? I think that in the future, that'd be amazing. Okay, but aren't. This might be a myth, but I heard when I was younger that if a ambulance is uh, driving up to an intersection. They have these little boxes that can see the lights and then they make it go green automatically. Will, you want to weigh in on that? Um, I believe it. I think it's called computer vision. Like that kind of technology. Do you feel comfortable because he said the word computer and vision together? <laughs> yep. I love that. <laughs> I don't know how the ambulance thing works. Somebody's going to update us in chat. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a way in which they can change the light to green. Yeah. But I'm not certain if it's the flashing lights themselves or if there's some other right, method. Right. Yeah, like the ambulance has like a... Or they know. call somebody and they I say, make it green. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's going to let us know in the chat. Someone who's very well-versed in this topic. But no, of course, eventually what you would hope is that it could interpret. But then, well, if you got some type of hijackers, all they need is flashing lights. Mm-hmm. And your autonomous vehicle just opens itself right up. Good point. And I guess the point of these is that this shouldn't be happening. They, these. Uh... Well, and even in this case, it's not. Yeah, ambulances have a remote. That's what I figured. Infrared remote. They can just point up like a okay. remote control for right. a TV. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, the thing had its lights off. It's not like it was driving recklessly. Mm -hmm. Normally, that'd just be a warning for somebody anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it really broke tremendous uh, number of uh, laws here or anything like that. And look at it drive off. <laughs> I, love the, I love the I pace. I think the timing of it is just yeah. It was great. It was great. If it had kept going, man, we got ourselves a beautiful clip. Keeps mm -hmm. going. Uh, public buses also have this system in Belgium when approaching traffic lights. They turn green for them. Oh, yeah? Well, that's what some Vincent just said that in the chat. Oh, okay. So. New study suggests mushrooms may talk to each other with up to 50 words. Wow, look at this machine full of wires connected to this mushroom. That's one hell of That's a mushroom. Like tech and nature. Nature There's tech. A weird uh, picture here. Well, mushrooms are tech. They're pretty interesting things, right? F fungi. Like, it's like not... Aren't they the largest uh, organism on the planet? That might be true. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the chat. <laughs> Mo wants all types of fact checking yeah, today. Yeah. He just wants to say whatever he wants and exactly. have other people and check somebody, on it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, they have these like really advanced networks and they try, they're trying to understand it. Computer scientist Andrew Adam Matsky, Adam Matsky from the University of West England analyzed electrical activity from four species of fungi and published his findings last Wednesday in the journal Royal Society Open Science. He found that spikes in electrical activity were used by fungi to communicate and transmit information to other fungi in their network. So with this latest study, a computer scientist is sticking some electrodes into some mushrooms and asking, what do the signals look like? And do the signals have any complexity to them? Uh, underneath each mushroom lies hyphae, which are underground root-like structures that can be likened to nerve cells in the human nervous system. When hyphae form a network called a mycelium, uh, this can facilitate communication between the fungi. There's a whole culture around mushrooms and they are definitely amazing architects of our natural world. They've got this huge underground network, and every once in a while, they poke mushrooms up for reproduction. But most of the time, they stay hidden. Uh, shout out Tiberius. Shout out Logan. Um, there's so much we don't understand, right? There's, yeah. there's so much mystery. You just assume that you know what's going on. You just go and eat the mushrooms, don't you? <laughs> Well, no, don't do that. <laughs> the study found that the spikes in the electrical signals generated by fun fungi can resemble a language. The spikes can be grouped into words and sentences. And according to the study, these fungi can have a vocabulary of up to 50 words. They're transmitting and receiving, all right? So take it for what it is. They're transmitting and receiving. Is it possible that the mushrooms know more than we do? And we eat them. They're delicious. Honestly, uh, I, I, for lunch, I had some rice with some rapini and some mushrooms in it. And I got to say, real nice. I got to say, it communicated with me. <laughs> Did it say, don't eat me? It communicated with me in roughly 50 words. <laughs> yeah. And it was a great time. So, but anyway, yeah, man, man, nature, man, come on. Very impressive. Cool. I wonder what they're saying to each other, though, seriously. Like, they're probably saying stuff like water. Right. I got some water over here. Yeah. Somebody oh. just walked past me. <laughs> <laughs> Threat. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Attack, inf infestation. Mm -hmm. I wonder what frost. I wonder what would concern a mushroom. Might be, uh, oh, good soil. I like how we're giving these mushrooms consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Like, their signals aren't. <laughs> they would probably have names, too. What's a good name for a mushroom? Go ahead, Will. Fred. I oh. think Fred would be good. It's a great name. Fred the Mushroom. Mm -hmm. Amazon says New York Union. I don't think they have consciousness like that, by the way. But anyway, uh, we can dream of conscious mushrooms. Amazon says New York Union organizers gave workers weed to help secure unionization votes. Well, that's one way to get it done. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Mal. Uh, he's looking for an update on your NFT project, Mo. My NFT project? Yeah. It's still in the works. Okay. Look right. at this person. Not much of it. She's happy about she's it. She's doing the hands. She's doing the emoji. Or the clap. No, no. No, 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 no. Amazon workers at the JFK 8 warehouse in New York recently voted to form the company's first union. Amazon is challenging the vote and fit, filed several new objections Friday. Of course. Among other things, the company complained that unionizers gave weed to workers ahead of the vote. Is there a rule against that? <laughs> I don't know. Are you allowed to... Go ahead, Will. Isn't it a form of bribery? Yeah, but 
I don't know. What can is are they allowed to uh, a little slight slight bribe? I don't know. <laughs> slight bribe. Amazon uh, has claimed that New York union organizers handed out marijuana to workers in a bid to secure unionization votes. The object was one of several made by the e-commerce giant uh, giant Friday as it seeks to overturn a vote that created the first union in the company's history. Oh, I guess they are trying to use it in some way to their advantage in the argument against this union, it seems. So maybe you're not allowed to incentivize in that fashion. But of course, they, they're uh, biased in the matter. They don't want them to unionize. Yeah. Right? So they're not going yeah, to shout gonna, out two-bit bears. But were they gonna? Were they gonna um, like just randomly select the weed uh, version? I think they're trying like, to anything. But but do you so like maybe one guy who was part of the organizers gave some weed to one yeah. worker that was unrelated? Could be. That's what and I, that makes the news. I'm just saying. Is that That's what? Just is, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that Amazon's gonna look for anything to overturn this rule. Hmm. Shout out to Bit Bears. Come up with another hundred on the super chat. It's really unbelievable. We don't deserve it. <laughs> According to reports that finally Amazon's lawyer said ALU organizers distributed cannabis to workers ahead of the vote and said the NLRB cannot condone such a practice as a legitimate method for obtaining support for a labor organization. Can you imagine? Join the union, get a bag of weed. That can't be it. No. I I don't know. Is that convincing people? How much weed? Fake news, Mo? Yes. <laughs> I don't wow. know. But I, I'm, I have my doubts about this story. Is Mo more doubts. skeptical than usual today? I'm exhausted. <laughs> we'll call it that. that. I'm like, what, mm. Is that what it comes down to? He's not buying anything today. Yeah. He did buy the China stuff, though. Did you see his expression when yeah. that was going on? Mm-hmm. He fully bought. But this one straight lace mo. Uh, Eric Milner, a lawyer representing the ALU, told AP that organizers handing out cannabis was no different than distributing free T-shirts, and it certainly did not act to interfere with the election. So he's admitting that that's what they were doing. Mo, mm-hmm. looks like he's saying that was uh, it's no big deal. It's just a T-shirt and some weed. Mm-hmm. Okay, join the union. He's holding a pound of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he added, we urge Amazon to cease these childish legal games, respect the voices of their workers, and engage in behavior that is more becoming of Earth's best employer. Ooh. Well, maybe earlier it wasn't shots fired, but that's definitely shots fired. Mm-hmm. And Will's got quite the container over there. It was very loud. Sorry. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is rolling out a two thumbs up button. Speaking of Netflix, shout out Romten. Speaking of Netflix, I watched the first episode of uh, F1. You watch? You watch it? Easy, you will. You probably you, think? you jumped out of your chair there. You jumped right over your desk. The people didn't see it because they had the wrong camera angle. You scrambled back there. Mm-hmm. I watched episode one. I think it just threw me into episode one of the most recent season. Like not oh, all. Right, I don't right. think I went all the way back. Okay. What are you guys talking about here? Uh, F Formula One. Dr- okay. Drive, Drive to, to survive, survive the Netflix series, which makes you which makes you an F one fan. That's the that's the rumor. That's right, right. What Will's been mm-hmm. spouting around town. <laughs> well, it gives me more appreciation for this sport, which I had no idea about. 
and now I it's do. it's just what it's gonna do for you, Mo, is it's going to um help to develop the characters in inside of F1 more quickly than would have happened had you just started turning on the events. Right, right. It's like if you were watching a boxing match and you watched the buildup or mm-hmm. UFC fight and you watched the buildup, mm-hmm. like the UFC embedded or it's kind of like that. It's more context. That's why they call it a docu-fiction. Oh, do they actually? It's, yeah. It's a little bit more dramatic than right. what it is. Yeah, and some people don't <laughs> like that. Some people said, oh, it's way too produced or, but it is the characters like Lewis Hamilton is in there. They're real. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's humans in there oh, that yeah. actually race and actually run these teams. And it's, it's you know, it's a lot of pressure and it's highly com- oh competitive yeah. and they travel to all different parts of the world and, and it's a global sport. So people told us we should get into F1 because mm-hmm. we have viewers all over the world and we could talk about certain sport that people have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But F1, they do events actually all over the place they now mm-hmm. have an event in the u.s as well in las vegas so they're trying to get the american audience more interested we have an event in montreal mm. which will be going actually as a team yes trip let's oh, go wow let's go i'm serious <laughs> you said it as a joke <laughs> but now you're on the hook man yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow yum you didn't expect this reaction mm, delicious <laughs> uh miami anyway yeah no it's all over Spain. They, they go everywhere they go everywhere monaco and uh, anyway, so I watched episode one and because uh, I was trying to figure out if my kids would like it. And I know it's not rated for kids because there's a lot of profanity. Okay. But I just tell them, you know, don't say this. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever. And I think they're going to love it. I watched the first episode by myself. I'm telling you. I think they're going to love it. Two thumbs up right there. So, but anyway, <laughs> getting back to the main story here, never mind the F1 stuff. Apparently, Netflix is going to launch a feature here, which is uh, kind of a throwback to, for those that remember, uh, Siskel and Ebert. You remember this stuff? Two thumbs up? Mm. Moe's too young? Too young. If a movie would get two thumbs up, it would be like the best critical. Oh, wait, yeah. They would no, put no. it right on, on the, the cover. cover. Yeah, on the DVD cover. Two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And I guess Netflix aiming to uh, uh, bring some of that nostalgia introducing a new button to help the streaming service curate your homepage with even better recommendations. The new feature will join the existing thumbs up and thumbs down that already help Netflix understand what to show individual subscribers, but two thumbs up will allow users to indicate that they really liked something. Mm. And the company says that it's been a highly requested feature within the experience. Members have never had as many great entertainment options as they have right now. Uh, Netflix tells The Verge, being able to find the shows and movies that you're going to love is really important. We want to continue to make Netflix the place where it's easiest to choose something to watch. Uh, Netflix dishes five-star rating system in 2017. YouTube should have this. YouTube YouTube used to have a five-star rating system as well. Yeah. And and then they ditched it because it was too complicated. But then... Wow, if, if I, there's no way I can continue <laughs> with what he is doing right now. Okay. My God, and he's not going to switch the camera angle. He can't. He can't. Can. But just show them at least that they know we're not for, for the, the crazy list. ones. My <laughs> goodness. 
Sorry, <laughs> Will was changing My his sweater. My headphone wire was just like all over the place, and I was he, trying to wrangle it. But. He just, Will just did a whole fashion Ooh. show over there. <laughs> he tried on four different outfits yeah. over there. I was naked at one point. He just changed the camera angle and then does a whole fashion show. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so the five star was good because if you really liked something, it's kind of like good. a like a restaurant review or something mm-hmm. like this. But it was too too much effort. Sometimes it would be intimidating. Like I don't know. I don't want to give stars. And it's either five or zero. And Netflix had the feature, and they went to the thumbs up as well. Everybody went to the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. But the thumbs up is like doesn't give you any indication of how much you liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's missing one extra notch, which is the two thumbs up, and then that's going to help so much with recommendations and and all the rest of it. So it is interesting. I mean, Netflix does it first. They've got the library, and the two thumbs up is the has the cinema origin, like the film world origin with yeah. Siskel and Ebert, the like most popular film critics. They used to have a show on TV just as film critics. Mm, yeah, that's it. They would just, and if you got if you got a positive review from Siskel and Ebert, uh, that movie was about to blow up because everybody respected their opinion, right? Or right. Whatever. Crazy. Now, is there a two thumbs down? I don't remember. I think they just left it at a thumbs down, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, this uh, does. What are you talking about in Netflix? In Netflix. No, you don't need it, Will. If you don't like, you don't like. We're not going to recommend it to you anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, really don't like? I don't uh, I don't think you need it as <laughs> yeah, much. Tell everyone to avoid it. I don't think you need it as much. I see. If uh-huh. you really don't like, you hit Twitter. And then you tell people. Oh, Netflix yeah, that's true, gets yeah. the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you really don't like, just don't watch. I'm, I'm saying like no, but I think what he's saying is like other people, yeah. to avoid it. Like you like, really don't you... like so much that you don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's but, true. That's how bad it is. I know, but that input is strange because there's a lot of reasons you might feel that way. Like, let's say you really you just hate a certain actor. Is that really a helpful recommendation? Does anybody else have that mm-hmm. same exact? I don't know. There's an argument either way, mm-hmm. but I think two thumbs up is easier. It's just like, look, I really like this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I tend to prefer the more, more on the positive side. Yeah. If I if yeah. I can influence the algorithm on the positive side, yeah, and then get more things that I would like. Uh, I think like if you listen, they also have time data. So if you click on something and click off of it quickly, that's basically two thumbs down. Good point. Right? Like yeah, retention. Right. It's the same on YouTube. Right. You really the don't data like, is the two really don't like something, go watch something else. Mm-hmm. And it's way more effective than a thumbs down. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess for what I'm saying is like more of the UI side of things. If there's two good um like predictors and one bad one. Like, how's it going to look? Like, you would probably click, if you like it, like, not really like it, but you like it, it's in the middle. <laughs> what is that? So it's kind of like, like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's this? You know what I mean? What's in terms okay? of, like, the UI. Just single like is okay. The thumbs up, yeah. No. You know what I mean? No, he's talking about the UI. You you have the thumbs yes, down button. Yes. You have the thumbs up. Yes. And, and then, then you have the two thumbs and up. And then what That's is right. it? Like a double thumbs up? It's a double thumb. But you and never the, you don't cross them like that, though. No, no, no. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> you never cross your double thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> no, two, two, two thumbs up is, is like that. Yeah. It's straightforward. Yeah. You want to give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good job, Mo. 
<laughs> well, I hope this helps because Netflix yeah. is a, a algorithm. I don't think knows me that well. Mm. Like sometimes they recommend me like baking shows, shows that I've never, never watched. watched. And is someone using your account? No, no. I mean, I we have I have multiple people using the account, but we have our separate profiles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've been using it for like three, four years, more so, more than that now, actually. And you'd expect that like it would be bang like on every. There's well, like a lot of data in there well, about what I watch. I know, but I think it's important to reflect on the difference between Netflix and YouTube when it comes to the sheer amount of content on each one. It's not mm-hmm. even in the same universe. Yeah. On YouTube. It's like what, you know, four hundred hours every minute, every minute, yeah, across the globe being uploaded by all types of people trying to get your attention. On Netflix, even when they have a show in their inventory that you might really like, eventually the license agreement runs out and it leaves. Mm-hmm. And like Will would be watching uh, The Office or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it goes somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So like, what happens to that data? Like, things very rarely leave YouTube. They're there. You'll see on your suggested page something from six years ago. Mm. So, it's they have a different job to do at Netflix. I'm not saying they're not using data. They definitely are, and it's going into buckets. But as you know, like, big data, what they're up against, and they have budgets. So, they have premium content, and they can do the F1, and this is good fits for them. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like, raw algorithm figuring out what you like, the amount of inputs is it's limited. So, yeah. yeah. It's just not, not, not going to be like a user generated site where everything is getting uploaded all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like when you were talking about it, you were making a comparison to I was, YouTube. I was. Yeah. Cause I go on YouTube and it's like, oh, they know me but so you, well. But if you go on Disney Plus or HBO Max or mm-hmm. Hulu or whatever, it's going to, it's going to be comparable to Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that they, might have a show that you, I mean, Netflix still works very old school in the way that he goes, go watch the F1 show. And I, all right, all right, fine. Like word of mouth. Like, just make a recommendation. Have you seen that yet? It's kind yeah. of old fashioned type of marketing. Well, because they have such a large audience. He's not asking you, do you have a Netflix account? Because if I wanted to give you a recommendation for Disney Plus or anybody, I would ask them if they have an account. Mm. But I kind of just expect everybody to have a Netflix account right. at this point. Well, YouTube's even crazier where I say, I just say, have you seen that yet? Yeah, mm. that's even just... I just assume his algorithm is tightly aligned enough to mine mm-hmm. that he would have seen it as well. Mm-hmm. So, YouTubers, speaking of YouTube, are sick of comment spam. So YouTube is testing a stricter moderation system. Uh, who was it that was... Com- Marquez. Marquez was complaining about this on Twitter and... No, no, he did a video on it. Oh, he did a whole video. That's yeah, right. He did an entire video. But every, but uh, that was after complaining about it on Twitter. Yes. Like, I think... A he little, always tests the water on Twitter. A lot, a lot yeah. of people have complained on Twitter yeah. about this situation. It's, it's a problem for us, too. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. We <laughs> do know? a giveaway on Unbox. Scammers, it's, just... it's scammers. It's... No, not even a giveaway. It doesn't matter. I it's know. any video. It's Telegram, uh, yeah, WhatsApp numbers. It's it's constant uh, spam, scam all the time, twenty four seven. And I don't know why it's so hard to combat. I'm not sure, but their initial phase solution here appears to be some kind of stricter uh, 
uh, hold comment for review type situation. So there's a toggle that's been in there for a while, which is like hold sensitive uh, comments okay, or language or whatever. And it's supposed to be like a, like just a general moderation tool that can weed out bad stuff. But obviously it doesn't really work. Doesn't work when you scale. It, it just hasn't worked. We don't have any evidence that that initial toggle is doing anything. Yeah. Well, I guess for like maybe certain 50 words, subscriber count, you can actually see the people that's messaging. Is well, that yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, but or, it's supposed to be automated. So it says hide in a potentially inappropriate comments. Oh, but you can approve them, right? Well, you can hold all comments, I guess, if you wanted, if you actually planned on manually moderating it. But that's not really, like, YouTube's goal is to have limited user input. Like, it, they're, sure. they're about algorithms and, and engineering. Like, they mm -hmm. want to find a way around this, I presume, and... But it's a vast thing that they're managing and and scammers are really crafty and especially when it's working out. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So Linus made a video February 1st and then Mark has made a video April 1st. So So that, we got to make one March 1st. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, on April Fool's? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's one of those moments. Where you question. And uh, Jack Septic Eye made a video March 6th. It's everybody's noticing this thing. It is absolutely a big problem. Jesus. And people, people are falling victim to the scams. Regular people losing money. Mm -hmm. And then you also have like the images of girls that where they would just copy. It's like a bot and mm -hmm. it would just copy and paste a comment. And the so top, then, yeah. So then you just end up with like this weird. Um, repetitive re comment. Uh, yeah. It looks like your whole channel's been. Smashed. It's very strange. Yeah, it looks like it looks like you're hacked or something. Yeah. And obviously, this is not a good look. So there's this new feature: increase strictness. And people are trying it out. I'll click it on my next upload. I'll click it and see if it works. Oh, so it's. Um, but it might, but it might inappropriate. It might actually hold certain comments. See, this is one of the difficulties with this type of automated moderation, is it might misfire, and then all of a sudden, uh, people who are trying to write a comment that is not a scam or spam, those comments might get held, and or it might not go through. So, we'll give it a test, but hopefully, it does something positive here. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube says iOS picture-in-picture -picture is coming to all users in a matter of days following a lengthy testing period. YouTube picture-in-picture -picture support for iOS will begin rolling out in the next few days, allowing all users, including non-premium and premium subscribers, to close the YouTube app and continue watching their video in a small pop-up window. This is very convenient. I, I use this, this all the time. Too. I was on iPhone before and... <laughs> I heard about this, but I couldn't use it. Mm -hmm. And I switched over to Samsung, and oh my god, I use it all the time. Yeah, it's very, very useful. Uh, Google in June announced that picture-in-picture support would be rolling out to both premium and non-paying YouTube app users in the U.S., but many people outside the country had been able to get it working so the company could be making it globally available. Only YouTube premium subscribers have had access to picture-in-picture -picture mode on iOS as an experimental feature, and at one stage, this was interpreted to mean it would remain a premium-only feature. 
until Google clarified that it would eventually be coming to all users in the country on Sunday. In a tweeted response to a user having problems accessing the experimental feature, YouTube said, Patreon Picture will be available in a matter of days for devices running iOS 15 and later. Obviously, this is not a problem on Android. Obviously, premium users have been using this for a really long time as well, but this is better in the end. It makes the app work better. It makes the experience more flexible. Um, there's really no negotiation here. This is just something that you would want to have. Are you? Yeah, it's very convenient. Are you using it? I use it all the time. I like to um, swipe away the YouTube app um, when I'm doing full screen and like just bring it back. It's very easy. So that the audio stays playing mm -hmm. and you stay in the same point in the video, you do a certain task and then go right back to it. Yeah, it turns into like a little tab on the right side or yeah. left. Mm -hmm. You just bring it back. No, it's... Who doesn't want this? Very useful. And it's broken. Oh, it's back. Whoa, what is that? A clever, stabilized web browser makes reading on iPads easier for users dealing with hand tremors. Wow. Or riding in a bumpy vehicle. I was just saying the train. Yes. Immediately, I thought of, like, a reader... And uh, the fact that it can stabilize in real time. It looks so cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks like image stabilization uh -huh. on a camera. Uh -huh. Except it's on an iPad, obviously. And you can see the way the browser window is adjusting for a very, like, shaky yeah. iPad. Now, uh, obviously, their, the first focus here is on... Um, accessibility. Yeah, accessibility. And it's called Stable. The app is called S-T-A-Y-B-L, which is a free download. And it uses the iPad's accelerometer to create this stabilization. When hands shake, the window remains stable. As much as technology has helped improve our lives, it's not always accessible as it could be, particularly for those with conditions like Parkinson's disease, which can cause tremors that make it hard to use some devices. A new app called Stable takes advantage of a feature including the iPad since day one, making simple tasks like surfing the web much easier even when tremors are being experienced. Well, you got to believe that this is going to be um, a really welcome addition for people affected by this. Uh, it's not the first uh, product to aim to do something like this. You had devices like stabilized spoons, for example, when you would be um, trying to lift food up to your mouth and, and would mm -hmm. be spilling otherwise. Uh I feel like I remember seeing one of those actually at CES many years ago. Mm -hmm. This app was developed by Havas New York and Havas Germany, who spent two years working with the German Parkinson's Association of Parkinson's patients, patients in Germany and the U.S. to test and optimize the app. At its core, it relies on an iPad's accelerometer to detect the subtle movements of hand tremors and then move an on-screen web browser window the opposite direction. I don't know if it's going to be only useful in the web browser or... Uh, elsewhere as well if it can work elsewhere as well but uh, that's pretty cool i like that stable oh it's been, it's been a rough road oh we have a little some uh video examples here let's see here i wonder if they're going to show it in use with a real yeah person or not oh well, i guess not oh that's interesting like everything is bigger and easier to tap as well so the browser mm. fits in the middle of the screen but then you get big zoom controls it kind of the interface changes to become uh, a little bit more 
uh, easy to interact with. Mm -hmm. Oh, no demo. Well, since it's free, good. You can just good. check it out. Free. You love you love to see it, don't you? Uh, here we have the most Googled country from a number of other countries. And then we have 2021 versus 2022. And you can see here we're in Europe. And uh, in 2021, you can see people in uh, Portugal were Googling Brazil. Uh, people in Spain were Googling France. People in France were Googling the U.S. Uh, people in uh, England were Googling the U.S., People in Italy were Googling the U.S. a lot. Um, in Germany, they were Googling... Germany. Germany. And in... Uh, what do we have? Uh, Sweden was Googling the U.S. Finland was Googling Sweden. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of Russia around the border there, including Ukraine. And then you can see 2022. And Crazy. Mo, do you want to explain what happens it's in 2022? Just, uh, it's all Ukraine. There's a few countries, uh, Ukraine and Belarus, that are still Russia. And what's that one? These two? Yeah, what are I'm these? I'm not too sure. Anyways, the point of it is, is that everyone's Googling. Except for Cyprus. Cyprus is Googling Greece. <laughs> They were Googling Greece before too, right? They were. <laughs> They're very close by. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, like, what's Greece doing? But like, isn't it you You have an event take place that just, oh, you were wrong about Germany. That's Poland. Go back. I thought I was, I was concerned. Germany's next to France. It's the U.S. Mo, mm. I, I, I didn't want to. I went with you there. No, and you're right. I was very skeptical. I thought this was Austria. <laughs> no, Austria is much smaller than that. It's right below there. It's below. Not that far. That's Italy. You have Switzerland there. Austria's over to the right. Here. So. Okay. Anyway, uh, Belgium is Googling France. It's, it's, it, you have one single event. I also don't like the word Googling. How about Googled? Most Googled. No, you're right. It should just be searched. Most searched. But then I guess you're implying it's every search engine. Yeah. Of which there's more than just Google. I don't know how much... Google's like 90% of search. You don't like the word Google? Well, that's what they want you to do, right? Turn it into a verb. Mm-hmm. Right, can't get away from the brand. I use Google products. Like, I'm not, I didn't mean it like that, Well, I didn't mean it that severely. But the point is, you have, this, you have an event take place and you have a complete overhaul when you start to think about the impact and the effects of something. And it goes from day-to-day -day life... Maybe you're searching up your neighboring country or some other country across the ocean. And then all at once, it just becomes Ukraine, Russia. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you look at Russia there, 2022 searches are Ukraine. Who was Russia searching in 2021? Just go back. It was probably just Russia. Oh, Turkey. Interesting. Quite interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's 2022. I just like, I, I like geography here and there every mm -hmm. so often. Once in a while. Once a retail giant, Kmart is down to three U.S. stores after New Jersey closing. Wow. End of an era. Big time. Big time. Now, we had a few Kmarts 
around here, but it was more Zellers for us. And Byway. No, Byway was smaller. Byway. Byway was smaller. Yeah. It wasn't quite department store or like. We uh, had Zellers, yeah. Zellers was really like Kmart. It was like Canadian Kmart. Mm-hmm. But we had, we had Kmart. There was too. a few Kmarts too. Yeah. But it's like. It's hard to imagine these things continue to be successful in the internet age because you're supposed to go there and buy like house things and clothes. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's so I, easy. I, I don't imagine how these things can exist. But Kmart was enormous at one point in time. And you have other stores that have made it work, like Target or Walmart or Costco. Costco, but they are all a little bit different in their offerings, mm-hmm. and it's just tough to compete. And uh, obviously, this is the end of an era, as Will says. They're barely hanging in there. I mean, he's obviously going to Kmart. That's the representation of Kmart right now. <laughs> Will, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> no, he's just. I'm. I'm just saying, like it's really sad, somber. Yeah. Uh, walking away it's, slowly. It's, it's weird they can't turn it into something else that there's no like pivot or anything like that. They just I'm sure they tried. The familiar, Remember Sears? Well, Sears is is uh Sears is a little more upscale, I guess. They were, yeah. Wait, Sears does Sears still exist? Is Sears completely gone as well? Like a hundred percent gone? There's a there's a Sears sign, but uh I haven't seen anybody walk. Sears is completely gone now. Is it? I think so. Yeah. There's a few departments. The Bay. We still have the Bay here in Canada. Yes. Yeah. There's and you still have like Macy's. It. There's still some department stores, but it, I just don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I've also got a thing for abandoned malls and such. Like I just, that content intrigues me. Mm-hmm. The kind of time traveling that happens when you watch those videos. Well, it's 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 my age, really, mm-hmm. right? I was born in 1985, and the mall was the dream. I know. Like, in the sense of optimism. Mm-hmm. It was right. the center of suburban optimism, the mall. You mm-hmm. could meet anyone there. You could see people uh, from school. You could... You could see kids from other schools that you would normally you not... You could see kids from other schools. You could go to the food court. You could... Uh, See all the goods from around the world, mm-hmm. the high-profile shops, and uh, and then even beyond that, like I remember as a kid going to some of these mega malls. Like I went to the West Edmonton Mall, which they had a water park in it. Right, right. It just was like you can do anything in a mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> malls where they were kind of like amusement parks, really. Even around here, you know, I would go to the Woodbine Center, and well, it, it would feel like that. And and because I used to live. Uh, in in uh, Vaughn before it was all built up. Rexdale and area? Around there. Yeah. And so you would go to the Woodbine Center. Mm. And they I had you're talking and about. they had a like um a small amusement park. Yeah, in there. they had yeah. a like a so weird. not a Ferris wheel, but it was kind of like that. And they had uh, a bunch of those like um Carnival yeah. machines. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. In the mall. And it was just everybody went there. It was just a place that you I remember I did a video in West Edmonton Mall for Sport Check when they opened one of their biggest stores there. But there's a rink in there mm-hmm. and a water park and some roller coasters. And it's just out of this world. The other big, the other crazy one is Mall of America in Minnesota. 
and it's been used in a lot of movies. They sh- they shoot movies here. It has also an amusement park in it. It's just this enormous. Mm. But I guess it's kind of struggling too now. The mall in general is under attack. Like the whole way of being. Yeah. Because people, I guess they, they're at home. They're at home and they're shopping at home and they're hanging out at home. And uh, I mean, let me tell you something. I went uh, bowling the other day and the bowling alley is booming. Really? So speaking about nostalgia, some things are coming back. Right. I think there's a few skating rinks too. Like indoor like skate. Like rollerblading or? Roller skating. Oh, really? roller skating. Is that what it's called? You're talking about nostalgia. Wow. Drive-ins. Drive-ins. Drive-ins are been, they've been popping up more yeah. so than actual yeah. movie theaters, man. <laughs> like you go to a drive-in, there are going to be like 15 cars there. You go to a movie theater, there's like four people there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I went to a movie theater a few times over my little vacation, and there was nobody. Did you just say yes. a few times? Yeah, we went We went twice. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. Well, it used to be like mine and Nash's thing was to go to watch a movie. Every weekend we'd go watch a movie at the movie theaters. Yeah. And it was fun because we wouldn't even pick a movie until we got there. So we'd show up and be like, what do they got? So... When she came back from her trip, and we were like, "All right, let's go. Let's go hit the movie theaters like we did in the old days." Wow! And, and it was uh, dead. It was empty, dude. Saturday night. We were picking night. seats, and it was like, uh, I mean, you a la carte. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pick whatever seat where, you want. Where did you choose to sit in an empty movie theater? Uh, three rows from the top, dead center. Three rows from the top. That's pretty high. Yeah, it's still pretty high. Well, I mean, you want to have. I wanted to have the feeling that I did when I was a kid. Right, you sit in a big movie theaters. You watch a movie mm. you like. Movie. What I'd, about you? Well, three rows down or a couple more? I agree with him. Yeah, around there. Three rows. I, do I watched Batman mm-hmm. on like last Saturday or two Saturdays ago, on a Saturday night, and it was empty. Yeah, it's really quite quite sad actually. Very strange. Oh, I don't know. Especially what it is. like Batman. Like think about yeah, a few years. Well, ago. I think I think when they can create an event, you will have bigger crowds when it first opens up, but mm-hmm. they just fade more Kinda quickly. Peter out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's just the you gotta imagine a time, guys, where if you wanted to see something new and cool, it had to happen there. TV yeah. was terrible. Mm-hmm. You guys have to remember this yeah. time. There was no yeah. uh drive to survive on TV. Mm, no. So it's just hard. You would have, if you wanted to, if you wanted to be blown away right. or have some uh, real entertaining experience, you went to the, and then the social aspect. Yeah. Because we talk on this show a number of times, I was born in 1985. So that means when I'm in high school or even grade school, I'm going to the Toonie Tuesday mm-hmm. at the film factory. And everybody uh-huh. from my school is there. Yeah. And no one's tweeting or texting mm-hmm. or you want to chat? You want to be in the mix? You got to go. Yeah. You got to physically yeah. move your feet to the location. Otherwise, you're out. And I mean, you're out. You're out, out. Mm-hmm. You're not in it. Fully in the dark. Yeah. You're just, uh, you know, in, you're a loner. Mm-hmm. That's it, and then that was fine. I mean, some people took that route, but most didn't. Most got their got out. Mm-hmm. They 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 put their shoes on and they, okay, let me get get moving. 
And the movie theater is is the same, or the not the movie theater, the mall is the same thing. And Kmart is an extension of that. And I, I do wonder about these malls. I really do. I think there's going to be some malls in certain areas that are going to be just fine. Luxury brands and things. I don't know if you guys have been to like Yorkdale lately. but it's yeah. Just, yeah, Yorkdale is insane. It's packed. Yeah. It's no, it doesn't seem any hurt at all. Peak, yeah. co- peak COVID. I'm driving past and the entire parking lot is mm-hmm. just jammed. Yeah. But it's definitely going to be going to be different. In its heyday, Kmart sold product lines endorsed by celebrities Martha Stewart and Jacqueline Smith, sponsored NASCAR auto races, and was mentioned in movies including Rain Man and Beetlejuice. It was name dropped in songs by artists from Eminem to the Beastie Boys to Hall and Oates. In 2003, Eminem bought a 29 room suburban Detroit mansion once owned by former Kmart chairman Chuck Conaway. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there was a heyday. Obviously, there was tremendous success. Kmart was a big part of America. So, so how many, how many stores are left? Is it Kmart down to three, three U.S. stores? Yeah. Oh, well, I think the writing. They say the writing is on the wall, Mo. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that before? Yeah. I would say that's the case for Kmart. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be nice to visit. Like just one last time. Yeah. Go down memory see lane. See what's there. You know. I think I, I think I might have once shot a music video in a Kmart. Get out of here. Uh oh. In Los Angeles. Oh no. Is this I like think, can we find no, this? No, you can't find it. Okay. I'm sure it's there. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, not it's not. I don't know. It might have been a Target. It might have been it might have been a Kmart. I don't remember. Oh. But there's something about that visual. Someone will find there's it. something about there's something about the they're not department stores. I don't know what are what are they like Kmart and Target or whatever. It's like what is that movie where the guy's working the night shift and Jennifer Conley's in it? Dude, I was just watching the music video for that. Yes, for that song. It probably got suggested uh-huh. to you because of algorithmic yeah. crossover. Because <laughs> I was doing the same thing not that long ago. Yeah, and there is something about the feeling you get in these physical spaces. He's he's got to look it up because. Oh, you mean like the nostalgia? I don't even think it's necessarily nostalgia. They're just, they're so clean and so bright and so unlike other spaces, these huge stores. Mm -hmm. It was a Target. I don't know. And it's not like, you know how Walmart now has everything like food and groceries and garden supplies and TVs and it's crazy. So Walmart is never dead, dead. But these stores could be dead. Dead. You could yeah. be in there and be the only person and look down a, an aisle. And I think it's the emptiness. Yeah. I think it's the emptiness. And that's what this the space. Uh, that's what this uh, clip is about. This movie's about. I think he's working the night shift. And but Lucky they're guy. they're alone. I mean, they have it to themselves, this place. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a almost like a dream sequence here. What's going on? Yeah. But you can't play it, Will. No. But, you know, we were talking about liminal spaces. Oh, yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah, it's definitely that. If there's no people, it's definitely a liminal space. It's, it's definitely that. And that's definitely what it is. And we, we, <laughs> we, we, we have concluded what's going on. It's a very special feeling you get. 
Yeah. It's not necessarily negative. It's not necessarily scary. It's just that you notice. There's an uneasy feeling. It's, that, but you know what? I don't. Maybe. I don't know some if people. I would call it uneasy. Because for me, I find it intriguing. I find it. Uh, it stir- mixes me up a bit, stirs me up in a good way. Where I, I want to, all of a sudden, I'm on like a type of alert. Yes. There's a little bit of adrenaline. There's like a little bit of uh, interest or inspection that I want to look around. You're not scared? No, it's not scare. It's not fear. What if you hear a voice? Like, like for example, click the one in the mall on the bottom left corner. Like, just cool. I think it's a thing of, as a kid... This vision or this uh, idea of being locked in there when it's closed. Mm-hmm. Like imagine everybody has this imagination as, as if you woke up one morning and the world was empty. Right. And you could go anywhere you wanted. Kind of horrifying, but okay. And use anything that you want. No, but you obviously don't want it to last. No. But the, it's, it's, it's like. Very, you're, it's like a dreamlike experience. Exactly. Yeah. Something slightly off. Or different. Anyway, we did enough on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> liminal. Somebody says Toys R Us. I mean, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They still have Toys R Us. No, well, they do. They I was do. In one. They Babies do. R Us. They do. Yeah. And it still kind of feels. Mm-hmm. It does. A little, bit, of, yeah. little bit liminal. And if, you, if anyone <laughs> can find an old enough McDonald's, it'll. So nostalgia does play a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? A mind-bending optical illusion. Okay, scroll down real quick. Well, just scroll down past the headline. Just show the image full screen. Okay. Can uh, Mo? Can you spot what's going on here? Oh, you already did. Yeah. You already, I already read the title. You solved it. No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> did you yeah. solve it? Did you solve it? Uh, I think I see where it's going on. Yeah. So what's going on? I think that. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm. I see the third person. Uh, from the left, you can't see their legs. Yeah, so okay, so so it's an optical illusion. Will you feel the need to explain this to people for the audio list? Yeah, yeah, it's an optical illusion, and there's uh, six women sitting in kind kind of tight to one another. It looks like a bar or someone's basement that's made to look like a bar, right? And uh, you can easily see the six women, but you only see five sets of legs. And the reason it's an optical illusion, Mo, is because the legs that are missing are not the third girls. It's the second girls. Second from the left? Yes. The third girl's legs, see, she shifted, so her hips are to the side. Oh. The third girl, sorry. Yeah. Those are her legs in the jeans. Oh, wow. Okay, so she's oh, like Oh, okay, there. so, yeah. There you go. It's like one of these. There you go. Her hips are like... Okay, but then where <laughs> are her legs? <laughs> Her, her legs are the ones that are missing and they're hidden behind the girl on the far left because her legs are much closer to camera. Oh, okay. So there's enough space there, but... You sure that she's not a ghost? You can't. I mean, she, I mean it might be like... There might be more to the story. All right. Uh, but I, I showed this... Everybody I showed this to in my house said the same thing you just said. Wow. Well, the third girl has no legs. But she does. <laughs> I like this drawing that someone's done. <laughs> Color coordinated. Yeah, they're amazing. helping you. They're helping you out, man. Yeah. They're like, they're like you don't see cool. it yet. And here's a neon. Oh, it uh, looks like you can see a little bit of the blue. A little, a little tiny yeah. bit. Yeah, a little tiny bit. 
But it's crazy how you, how your brain instantaneously thinks you've got it. You're yeah. Like third person, figured it out. No legs. Like you just you look oh. at the important details. <laughs> look at this one. <laughs> yeah, there's my, four bottles. My brain refuses to believe there are four people in this photo. <laughs> the camel has finally worked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I heard that joke recently. Were you wearing camo? Yeah. Like, well, I can't see you. Yeah. Where are you? Like, yeah. Finally. Who's talking right now? Yeah. Can't cool. be you. Yeah. Is this yours, Will? This is mine. Go ahead. And um, this is more of like a reactionary. It's a giant sturgeon fish in Canada. They can be enormous. What's a sturgeon? I never fish? knew how big they, they can get. What, like hundreds of pounds. But this one looked like a sea creature. Oh, that's nutty. Oh. <sighs> Like and just by how the water flows, you don't see perspective because there's no people in it or like rocks. Right. But you can kind of see the water flowing and um, that's a really it's like cool big. video. You this is get incredible. a sense of big. With the mountain in the back, I don't this obviously yeah. must be uh in Alberta or out that way with mountain like that. But these are as far as freshwater fish fish go, they some of the biggest they can grow. There's some like record this thing's size humongous. ones that have been caught. Must be very old too. <laughs> Gotta be. Yeah. What a cool is that slow motion that it's filmed in? I think it's slow. Yeah. But like the tail, you mm -hmm. kind of see it yeah. move. Somebody in the chat says 150 pounds, eight feet or so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's like a human size. What does it eat? Other fish? I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Smaller fish, I guess. Beautiful thing. Cool. Oh, this, I picked this one. Uh, of course you did. This is one of my favorite uh, subreddits here. And this is a gorilla showing off his dance moves. I knew that gorillas could dance. Okay. You like, knew oh, this? Like, they're, like they're, they're amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, they're so, their dexterity and strength and things like this. It's, it's, it's very, uh, like we don't, examine it so you can't appreciate but it really makes us seem quite dull in, right. in our phys control of our physical bodies mm -hmm. if you could if you could train these guys to well i would probably be rude but if you could train them like in it with in, like tap shoes <laughs> <laughs> i guess they probably did that at one time wouldn't they and it would have been incredibly frowned upon. Like a top hat. They probably did cane. that, right? They probably, probably would have yeah. done that. I believe it. But, well, anyway, this guy's dancing. I don't think he's being incentivized. I think in this case, and I don't know that he's performing for anyone. Right. This is just him. He seems really into it. So just let's see the clip. And the water seems to get him going. <laughs> 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 he's breakdancing. It's crazy. <laughs> How does he even spin so like so well? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> is the is the water helping him pivot so smoothly? Yeah, is I don't that know, tiles? That's a performance too. He wicks the water away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I think it's helping him spin a bit. And then he walks off into the sunset. <laughs> His heel—it's just yeah. That's the dexterity cool. is crazy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and definitely, this no somebody didn't show him that. No, no, this is just him goofing. He just dis he discovered it himself, and 
I'm also dizzy. I'm actually dizzy watching it, believe it or not. I like this video. This is fun. Wow. <laughs> His butt sticking out, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't. Oh, so the, the guy just updated in the chat. He says, sorry, not 150, more like 500 pounds for a rec record sturgeon. Good Lord. Is that true? Can we get a fact check on that, Will? Uh, record uh, sturgeon. No, no, just like look up what is the biggest sturgeon ever on Google. Okay. Google it. <laughs> they got you. Huh? 1,100 pounds. What? Is that a sturgeon? Yes. Oh, my God. So he was saying 500. 148 inches, 1,100 pounds. Well, this was back in the day. No, 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 I know. I, I don't think it's important. I mean, we basically just need to know how big they can grow because that one's not dead either. Mm -mm. The one in the clip. This one's still going. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Damn. 11 feet, 6 inches, 890 pounds. I mean, there's like, yeah. So, so we're getting all kinds of updates over there. But right. uh, okay. Yeah, WCGW. What could go wrong? This is what happens if you try to attack a ninja master video clip. You better be ready for this one, Mo. Is there sound? <coughs> music? I don't know. Maybe. A ninja master? Yeah, don't try to attack a ninja master. That's a cat walking on a roof? That's right. And the other cat says, let's go. Let's beef. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And then he just hits the quick off the wall Parkour. ditch. <laughs> ditch him. Later. Wow. Later, bud. I thought that the black cat was done for. Yeah. I mean, Same. The Look other the, one had uh, the upper hand. It came from the top, came with tremendous speed. But the ease at which the black cat hit the wall with the parkour and bounced over the gap mm -hmm. with such confidence. Boom, boom. And it's, a, and it's a steel roof, so the grip is not great. No, I was Which just is why say. the other one took the dive all the way down well, off the building into the alleyway. Mm -hmm. If you look at the black cat when he's trying to escape, go back a bit, Will. He couldn't escape either. Look how slippery it, it slippery. is. Yeah, yeah. ready? Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. And then... <laughs> nice. Then use, <laughs> uses it to his advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful move. Well what, done, Ninja Master. What does it teach you? Well, first of all, we spoke before about uh, cats and how nimble they are. But second of all, never overestimate your position. Never assume that you have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Because you might get ninja mastered. Mm -hmm. Your own force might get used against you. But also, if you start slipping, sometimes it's best to lean into it, figure out a new plan. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining here today. We really, really appreciate it. And it was like perfect timing because my uh, iced coffee, it's like one drink left. Wow, that's a and you venti. Can, you can see that uh, my name was spelled improperly. And she apologized to me, actually. She said, because then I went to pay with the actual app. And then it, the real name comes up. And she's like, oh, I spelled your name improperly. It, uh, she spelled L-O-U-I-S. I say, it's no problem. Not a big deal. Yeah. That's what I said. It's Monday. It's only Monday. There's so much more that's going to happen this week. Mm -hmm.
there's so much more that we're going to bring to you. If there's a ninja master anywhere in the world, you'll see it here. <laughs> if there's a giant sturgeon that pops up in a waterway somewhere, you're going to see it here. If there's a, an upgraded geography map over who's Googling who, you're going to see it here. Well, we definitely won't see Kmart again. <laughs> really do. Had to say it. Uh, Mo, Mo is back. He went to the movies 300 times in his break. He's back now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's running Ethernet cables. Right. He's keeping things connected. I know everybody's uh, very happy to have you back here. And we'll be back here again tomorrow. Is that right, Mo? Yep. Mo says we're back tomorrow. I think it's a great idea. Who knows what the world has in store? I just know we'll be here to talk about it. Thank you. Later.